Welcome to the Expander Podcast with myself, Sarah Louise Sutton. I am an intuitive energy healer, channel, Reiki teacher, coach, and mentor, and founder of the Inspirit School of Energy, here to help you on your spiritual journey, to up-level your vibration, to activate your soul and purpose, and ultimately elevate your life and business. It is my intention that through myself and special guests, talking about all things intuition, guidance, channeling, manifesting, healing, and energetics, that you get expanded, you feel inspired, and you receive a giant hug for your soul. Thank you so much for being here with me today, and it is from my heart to yours that I am sending you so much love. Hello and welcome back to the Expander podcast. As always, thank you so much for being here um, and for listening and for being in this space. Uh, I am truly so grateful and I have a really cool episode planned today. So I really want to speak to you about receiving intuitive messages and intuitive guidance. And this is one of my favorite topics to talk about ever (laughs) because not only is it cool but also you know receiving or being able to receive intuitive guidance and messages has not only obviously transformed my entire business because this is now what I do but it changed my life as well single-handedly because it's through following intuitive messages and guidance and following what I was guided to do that has truly led me on a path that is my purpose and is what I am here to do and that is continuously unfolding because I'm continuously following my guidance (laughs) and my intuition and it really is our intuition and our guidance that leads us to where we're meant to be going in this lifetime and so this you know, tool, if you like, of listening to your intuition and and being able to receive intuitive messages and guidance is just so much more than a cool thing, even though it's the coolest thing ever. It really is life-changing because it really can change the trajectory of your life and what you do. You know, like there is no way, no way in a million years, if I was just following my mind, I would be where I am, doing what I'm doing, living the way I'm living with the business that I have, with the gifts that I've opened up to. Every single thing I have now was intuitively led. And, you know, half of that work is is being able to receive those messages and receive that guidance. The other half is actually doing what it says. <laughs> um, and that half is for another day. But right now in this episode, I just want to share with you about receiving those messages and receiving that guidance because that is, you know, the most important part to start with. Um, and that is something that we can absolutely all do. Like we all have the ability to be highly highly intuitive because we are all intuitive beings like we are all energetic beings and that is all intuition is you know I really feel intuition is just our ability to get information from energy and we're all energetic beings like that's who we are at the core of our being so of course we all have the ability to be intuitive it is not something that is just reserved people with certain gifts I really really feel this so deeply it is truly available to everyone However, 
it's available to everyone. Like everyone has the ability to do this, the innate ability, but it is still a skill at the end of the day. And so therefore it does need practice. Um, you know, like the analogy I always use is like, you wouldn't go to the gym and expect to run, you know, 50 miles the first time you go to the gym. And it's kind of the same here. Like you have the ability to do this, but it's still a skill that needs to be practiced. Um, but I just so deeply know in my core that every single person has the ability to receive intuitive messages and intuitive guidance. Um, you know, like I said, it might take practice, but we all have the ability. Um, you know, even in my case, for example, I went 20 something years, 28 years, 29 years without having any awareness of intuition, without receiving any messages that I was aware of, um, receiving any guidance, no connection to spirit whatsoever. But I dove into this work, like head first, I went in. <laughs> um, and here I am now doing the work that I do. And it's continuously evolving, continuously expanding, continuously developing, like it, at, at a very fast rate. And so like, I'm just you know, really showing you here that even if you feel like right now you're not intuitive or you don't get messages, you don't get guidance, like trust that you have the innate ability already within you and trust that it's a skill that needs to be worked on. And a big part of working on this skill is understanding intuition, understanding how it comes through to us. Um, and so in this episode, I'm going to share with you the four main ways that this information comes through to us. Now, this is not the only four ways that you can receive intuitive information by any means, please know that. Um, but these are the four main ways and the four main channels that we receive this information through. And that can be information from someone's energy field, you know, like picking up on maybe what someone's going through or something um, for someone. This can be picking up on the energy or the energy field of a place, of a situation, of the collective, like everything out there has energy and an energy field. And so we can get so much information through that, but also getting information, messages and guidance from spirit. And so spirit can be your spirit guides, your angels, ancestors, past loved ones, and a really great source of messages and guidance, your own soul, right? Your soul, your high self is spirit. And this is a great place to get a lot of messages and guidance, especially when it comes to wanting to step into your purpose and what you're here to do and your alignment. Like our spirit guides and our own soul, our own higher self really gives us so much guidance towards our alignment and what we're here to do and our purpose. Um, and so these are the four main channels that we can get a lot of this information through. But I just really want you to know that this is not the only four ways that you can get information, especially from spirit. Like spirit really does share messages and love in so many ways, you know, whether that's a feather in the right place, a heart somewhere, like certain birds, like just spirit will always share with us messages in the way that we're going to be able to receive that, especially past loved ones. Um, so this is just, I really want you to know, definitely not the only four ways, but um, four really great ways that a lot of intuitives work with and really are the four main channels that we can get this sort of guidance and messages through. Um, 
Now, the really cool thing is we have access to all four of these channels. Um, and so it's not like there's just gonna be one that you can use or get messages and guidance through. You truly have the ability to receive through all of them. And also you have the ability to work on and develop all of them. Um, now the four main channels are clairaudient. And so this is the hearing channel. So this is being able to hear messages and hear guidance. And I'll go into these individually in a second. Um, you then have the clairvoyant channel, and this is being able to see, so seeing visions, um, seeing symbols, like this is getting messages and guidance through seeing things. You then have the clairsentient channel. This is being able to feel, so this is more of a physical feeling in the body. Um, and then you have the fourth one, which is the claircognient channel. And this is the channel of knowing. This is just that really deep knowing inside of you. So we have hearing, seeing, feeling, and knowing. And these are the four main channels that we work with um, intuitively or can work with intuitively. Now, one thing I really want you to know that I just think instantly changes <laughs> so much when it comes to receiving intuitive information is just the awareness that we don't get sent these messages in these channels. So it's not that a spirit guide is sending you a vision or sending you certain specific words or sending you a feeling in your body. What you always receive as an intuitive being is energy. That's the language of intuition. Energy is the language of intuition. And so no matter whether you're connecting to you know spirit, whether that's your own soul, whether it's a spirit guide, whether it is someone that has passed away, or whether you're connecting to someone's energy field, what you are always tuning into is actually energy. But it is then you on an unconscious level that is translating that into a way that your mind can then read that. So kind of think of it as like you are always translating energy into a form that you will understand and be able to actually get the message from. Um, and so that might be a vision. It might be your hearing words. It might be a feeling. It might be a knowing. It might be another channel or another way. But the point is, is you're receiving energy and you're then translating it yourself without you knowing, obviously on an unconscious level into a message that you can actually receive. And so we have access to all of these channels because it's actually us that's translating it. <laughs> so we can work on and develop all of these. Um, it really isn't as I used to assume of, you know, getting sent words or getting sent a vision. It's just not, it's not quite like that. It's more, we're, we're always getting energy. Like energy is the language of intuition always. Um, and so, yes, I just also wanted to say that. Um, now, the first channel I want to go into is the clairaudient channel. So this is the channel of hearing. And this is my main channel for connecting to spirit. Um, and so this is how I receive messages and guidance from spirit guides, from people that have passed away um, from my own higher self, from my clients' higher selves and their spirit guides, et cetera, et cetera. Like this is where I really connect to spirit. Um, and so this is where you would actually hear audibly the messages and the guidance in the form of kind of words. Um, now, the biggest, biggest misconception of this channel, and I know I used to think this, is that you assume 
you would hear these messages and guidance almost like it's someone outside of you talking to you. Like I used to think that this would come through as if someone was next to me talking to me um, and that could not be more incorrect. So only a tiny, tiny amount of people actually receive messages and guidance that way. The majority of people that are clairaudient and, re and receive messages through their clairaudient channel are actually receiving the messages and the words inside their head. So it's actually really, really, really similar to our thoughts, <laughs> really similar to our thoughts. And so even just knowing this is a bit of a game changer for those that are clairaudient already, because, you know, I know for me, until I knew this information, I would sit in meditation and, you know, ask for guidance, ask for messages, do all of the things, all of the practices. And then I would wait for this voice from outside of me to come through. And it was like, never happening, obviously. But actually, it was always there inside of my head. But I didn't know that that is how it came through. I thought it would come from outside of me. So this is a big, big kind of awareness to have um, and kind of insight to have because it really, it's only such a small amount of people that get it as a voice outside of them. And so what a lot of people find is actually... <laughs> They're already receiving messages and guidance, but they were almost like looking in the wrong place. You know, it's like you're looking for something in a drawer and you're, you're in the wrong unit completely. Um, so this is a big thing to be aware of. And I think the other thing as well to really know about this channel is it's not even necessarily a different voice. It can sound very, very similar to your thoughts very similar to your thoughts. And obviously there are practices and things that you can do to kind of distinguish between the two, but it's just firstly knowing and kind of understanding that actually when we get messages and guidance through this channel, it's not as distinct and obvious as you might assume it is. And actually I think that this channel is the most dismissed because when we get messages through this channel, it is so incredibly similar to our thoughts. Because, you know, our thoughts are almost like an inner voice. And that's exactly what this is as well. This is exactly how we can get messages from our spirit guides and from spirit and just even receiving information from the energy fields of people and places and situations. Like, it's this inner voice. Like, the messages come in in the same way our thoughts can come in. And it tends to kind of come through in a different place inside the head. So, like, the location would be different. So, like, your thoughts would tend to pop up at one place within your head, whereas the messages from the energy fields or from spirit tend to come up in a different place inside the head, but they're still inside the head. <laughs> it's a very, very subtle difference. Very subtle. Um, and so, yeah, Claire Audion, I definitely think, is the most dismissed and kind of missed in terms of people probably receiving a lot of messages and guidance but not realizing it's messages and guidance because it's not coming through in the way you might assume it comes through. Now clairaudient also tends to be most popular for those that are quite sensitive hearing wise um, and the more you work on this channel the more sensitive you get hearing wise. So I know that although I used to be a little sensitive with noises and hearing like with my hearing the sensitivity I now have to loud noises, to any kind of noises has increased hugely because this is the main channel I work with. Um, and so those that are quite sensitive audibly, this tends to be quite 
an active and dominant channel for them. So that's also something to think about. So that's the clairaudient channel. Um, so then we have the clairvoyant channel. This is your seeing channel. And this is the channel of visions, ultimately. And so if someone is quite creative, if someone is quite a visual person, like a visual learner, this tends to be their most dominant channel. Um, you know, simply because it's going to be the way that you best understand that message is through a vision and through a visual representation of it. Um, now, I think the biggest, again, kind of misconception with this channel that I see and hear about is that the assumption it would be a really clear vision, almost like you're watching a movie in front of you. And again, although there are some people that can receive it like that, it's a very, very, very small percentage. And actually, for a lot of people, it's really faint. It's such a faint image. It's such a faint vision that it's again easily dismissed because it doesn't feel like it, like, like you might assume it should feel or look like <laughs> because it's not this big movie playing. But the, the good news is the more you work with this channel, as with the previous channel and all of the channels, to be honest, the more you work with it, the clearer they kind of become. So what might start off as very subtle images, the more you do this work, the more defined and clear they get. The same with hearing messages, like what might feel quite difficult to hear at the start definitely gets clearer and kind of the words have a lot more clarity around them the more you do this work. And so it really is a skill that gets developed, but it might just be starting off as a really, really subtle image and a really subtle vision and visual. Um, so subtle that honestly, it's very easy to dismiss it. Um, or even see what it is, right? Sometimes the image is so subtle, it's like, what even is that? But the really cool thing that comes with this channel is that there's always a knowing that comes with it. So there is always an initial instinct that comes with this channel of you know what that vision was and what it meant. Because the thing with our visions as well is, you know, visions are definitely not always or even the majority of the time a kind of premonition by any means unless you are someone that sees someone's timeline and even then it's only one option you're ever gonna see like no one knows the set timeline for someone um but actually a lot of the times the visions that you would get are more a symbolism of maybe something that's unfolding for someone or of a message, a little bit like dreams. You know, like when you see something in a dream, it's not literal, right? It's, it's more of a symbolism of a message. And that's kind of how visions are. So it's not like when you see a vision, it's just always going to be of someone's future necessarily. It really isn't often like that at all. It's actually more of a visual representation of a message or of some guidance. And so it's, it's never really like, okay, you're seeing something and this is what's going to unfold or this is exactly what you're going to do or need to do. But it's more that the vision comes with an essence and an energy and an underlying message, just the same way that dreams do. And, you know, if you try and get your mind involved on in what that meant and what that could be and what this means, you're going to be in a world of pain because the mind is going to try and do things logically and work things out logically but it's really listening with this channel to the knowing that comes alongside these visions and these visuals as to what that 
message is and what it means because you always have a knowing alongside it Um, and it's normally the very first thing that you thought of when it came through if you let time kind of think about it too much then it starts to become your mind that's trying to work it out and that's where it's really probably not going to be accurate (laughs) so you really need to listen to that initial knowing that you had when you saw it as to what it meant and what it is um, and what it's representing Um, and another thing with this channel is it might not necessarily be like a a scene or a visual playing out per se as as something happening like a dream but you can often just get symbols and things like that coming through this channel and again your mind won't understand that your mind will try and work it out and it probably won't come to an accurate answer but there will be a knowing of what that meant and what that symbol represents so symbols are also a common thing to come through this channel Um, And when this channel starts to open for people, it tends to be a lot of lights, a lot of colours, kind of fractals and patterns of lights. You know, like if you were looking in a kaleidoscope, I think they're called. I hope they're called that. Um, Kind of that, all those patterns and shapes coming through, that can be what you start seeing and what comes through to you when this channel is developing and opening up. So if you already get lights and colors and patterns and things like that, then this is a really good sign that this channel is already quite open and kind of active for you. Um, so that's a that's a big thing to look out for. So this channel is definitely varied and there's lots of things that can come through, but I think the main thing to, to think about and to remember with this channel is it's not necessarily really clear like a movie playing in front of you. It can be really subtle and it's definitely not to be taken literally. <laughs> you know, it's a symbolism of something. Um, just like you wouldn't take a dream literally, the same with this channel. You want to kind of see it as a visual representation of an energy or of an essence and there is a message there for you to receive ultimately um, and to be guided with and you will have a knowing as to what that is always there will always be a knowing there um so that is clairvoyant so that is your seeing channel and then we have your clairsentient channel and this is the feeling channel and this is the channel for empaths (laughs) So if you are an empath, if you feel a lot, if you feel other people's emotions, that is this channel. Um, Now that is not the only way this channel kind of manifests, definitely not, but this is a big sign that this is a active channel for you already. So this, this feeling channel is basically our ability to feel energy through the body. So we will get this information of energy as a physical sensation in the body or an emotional sensation in the body or an energetic sensation in the body. So we can kind of feel energy. So you might be a person that kind of walks into the room and you're like, oh, this feels negative. That's this channel. Like you get a feeling about things. You get a physical sense about things. And as I just said with the empath, it can also be where you feel emotions of others. Like that's how you're picking up on their energy is you take it on as your own. And that is definitely, um, I don't want to call it a shadow side of this channel, but the gift of working with this channel is learning how to observe emotions. So you still receive the same information, like you're able to tell what someone is feeling 
but you don't take it on as your own. Um, and so that is definitely something to work on if this is your channel, is learning how to just observe <laughs> emotions, not absorb emotions. Um, because, you know, for no gifts are you meant to suffer for. You know, and if you're always taking on other people's emotions and you're feeling their emotions as yours and it's bringing you down and it's affecting you negatively then there is absolutely something you can do to support that because you're not meant to suffer to be intuitive you're not meant to suffer to work intuitively like you can absolutely thrive and still receive the same information and so if you are someone that takes on yeah like emotions from others then this is a big sign that this is a big open channel for you and there's a lot in that, like there's so much information that you have access to through this channel, so much information, um, but you get to learn how to work with it that isn't going to hurt you emotionally and that you can still thrive with. Um, but this is a powerful channel, you know, being able to feel and sense other people's emotions and, and know what's going on for them and be, essentially be able to read the energy field of someone is a really powerful gift to have. Um, but I just really want you to know that it doesn't have to hurt you. It doesn't have to negatively affect you. Like I promise you, you are not meant to, um, be negatively affected by this work. You, you don't have to be. And so that is just something to learn and kind of work on. Um, but yeah, being an empath is a big sign of this channel. Also, like I said before, being able to more feel things energetically. So you can just get a feel or a physical sense of the energy of someone, of something. That is all this channel. You might get a, a physical feeling or an energetic feeling in your body. If something is of a higher frequency or something is of a lower frequency, um, you know, this channel is always speaking to, and I do believe that everyone has this channel, even if it's just the body's reaction to what is a yes and what is a no, like that would be this channel, right? So even when you are in front of someone or something, your body will always be communicating with you, whether that is a yes or a no. And that's normally quite a physical sensation in the body or an energetic sensation in the body. And I really feel like even if this isn't necessarily your main channel or the most open channel that you have right now, we all have access to that yes and no. Like we all get told what is a yes and a no through our body in some way, shape or form. And that is this channel, right? Like whether we might feel that as a vibration increase or a vibration decrease, we might feel it as a sensation going up our chakras or down our chakras if it's a no, like or it might feel more of a contraction or expansion. Like there's lots of ways our body is communicating this yes and no to us. Um, and that is us feeling and sensing energy. That is this channel. Now with this channel, because it is more of a energetic and physical manifestation of energy in the body and because you're picking up on it through the body and it's almost not necessarily impacting your energy, it doesn't have to impact your energy, but it's affecting and influencing your energy, then energetic hygiene is so important <laughs> with this channel. Like cleansing your energy field regularly, coming back to yourself regularly, spending time on your own regularly are very, very key things for someone that is working with this channel. Because if you are always taking on and being aware of other people's energy and their emotions, but you're not taking the time to come back to your own 
and to cleanse your energy field, then you are going to ultimately be affected by that and not in a good way. And the way that that might feel to be affected by that is you either can't get rid of someone else's emotions or you just feel heavy, you feel a bit stuck, like you might not have this light, clear feeling. It might feel like there's almost like a cloud over you um, and you're not sure why, you know, it doesn't feel like it's maybe due to your own life or things that are going on. It just feels like there's a heaviness to you and your energy and that or those even are very clear signs and kind of indicators that you have taken on a lot of other people's energy and haven't been able to get rid of it or haven't been able to clear it. And I see this all the time. I work with a lot of empaths, um, a lot of people that are sensitive to energy. And I see this all the time of, of energy fields that are just filled with other people's energy. And it really does bring this feeling of just kind of being under a cloud a bit. You know, just feeling a bit almost stuffy energetically, <laughs> if that's possible. Um, and actually, you get to get all the gifts from this channel. You get to actually benefit from this channel, get the information from all the, all the energy that you are receiving, but still feel clear, still feel light, you know, still come back to your own energy, still be able to tell what's yours and what's not. Like you can have all of this, but you would need to be really on it with your energetic hygiene, like really on it. And um, I have a free meditation on my website, which takes you through cleansing and protecting your energy. And so if you are someone that is a empath and you feel like this channel is big for you, then doing that meditation twice a day is going to be a game changer for you in just how you feel in your energy field. Like it really will. Um, because energetic hygiene with this channel is really, really important. Um, and a really key way to actually develop and deepen your connection to this channel is by having a practice every day where you really tune into your body because this channel is all to do with your emotions and your energy body like within you and your physical body and physical sensations but if you're never tuning inwards to your body to your emotions to how you're feeling to these sensations in your body then you're not going to be receiving and taking note of these subtle shifts that are happening. So if you want to develop this channel, then a really key way and one of the biggest practices that I give is really going inwards for that and, and having a practice where you connect into these subtle shifts that are happening um, within your body and the subtle shifts in your emotions that are happening. So that is a, yeah, a really key thing to, to develop this channel with. Um, so that is the clairsentience channel. And then, so the last channel that we are going into is the knowing channel, and this is the claircognient channel. Um, and this channel is the, maybe the most difficult to distinguish as intuition Actually, it's probably kind of level with, with clairaudient because clairaudient can sound very similar to your thoughts. Um, there are definitely things that you can be aware of and practices to actually really easily distinguish between the two. But claircognient really does just feel like someone has just implanted the information within you. And so I kind of like to compare it to 
if you have read something before in a book or something, or you've heard someone say something, and then one time you're recalling that information, you're sharing it with someone, how you retrieve that information from within you is kind of similar to how the Claire uh, Cognian information comes through. It kind of feels like information that you're retrieving, but there was no moment where you ever got that in the first place. You know, it's almost like this wisdom, this information, this awareness has always been inside of you. And you don't know when it got there or how it got there, but it just is there. And so in the same way, you might recall information or a quote that you've heard one time, it kind of feels the same as that. But like I said, there was no point where this information has ever come to you. Like you've never heard it or seen it or read it before. Um, but that's kind of how it feels. It almost feels like a memory that you're recalling um, or information from a, mem from a memory that you're recalling. That's kind of how this channel can show up for a lot of people. And so it is difficult to distinguish as intuitive information because it feels like you've just either made it up or you've just, you must have seen it or heard it before because how else would you know this information? Um, but a lot of wisdom comes through this channel. So much wisdom. Um, I love this channel. I love working with this channel. A lot of the content and stuff that I share has come through this channel. Um, and, you know, it brings a lot of magic. It brings a lot of life wisdom. It brings a lot of bigger, more zoomed out perspective kind of information. Um, and the thing with this channel is the information tends to become available when it's needed. <laughs> so it doesn't seem to be the sort of information that comes through when you're meditating or waiting for it like the others do or can be. Like there are lots of practices and ways of really tuning into the other channels to really bring through messages and guidance. But this channel tends to feel like it's a bit more random in the sense that you will be aware of the information that you have when you need it. <laughs> so it might be that you're in a conversation and then the words just come out and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? That was wise. <laughs> like that would be this channel showing up. Or it might be that you are in the middle of doing something and then all of this clarity comes in. Like it just doesn't seem to be the sort of channel that you can ask and just instantly receive from. It definitely feels like you become aware of this information when you need it. Whereas like I said, the other channels, there are practices and kind of ways of being able to tune into them at the time you want the information and ways of actually getting and receiving those messages and guidance through the other channels. There's practices to do that with. There's ways of developing those in that way. But this channel definitely feels like the odd one out in that sense. <laughs> it definitely feels a lot more random um, and almost not as easily controlled, shall we say. It's more like the information is there when it's needed. Um, but oh my goodness, like the information that comes from this channel is so wise, so incredibly helpful in the guidance that it brings and the information that it brings. It just feels like it's this higher wisdom, higher perspective kind of information. Um, and that's why I love working with this channel. But yeah, it's definitely more difficult to control, although there are some practices that help um, to do that. 
So that's the knowing channel. So that's the four channels. So you have clairaudient, you have clairvoyant, you have clairsentient, and you have claircognient. Um, and like I said, you have access to all four. Like you have the ability to work on all four. There might be one that right now you know you're working with, you know is kind of available for you already, but you absolutely have the ability to work on and to develop and to access all four of them. Um, I really want you to know that. So at no point like I want anyone to feel limited by the channel that they have um, and feel like they can't work on or develop or get other channels because you absolutely can. That I really want you to know. Now, what you might have realized listening to all of this is just how many similarities there actually are or maybe how easily it is to get confused even between your mind and intuitive messages and guidance. So no matter what channel it is, there are always similarities between how your mind sounds and how intuition sounds, or in the case of your clairsentience channel, how your nervous system feels in your body and how intuitive messages feel in the body. And whilst each channel does have clear differences between the two, like for example, the clairaudient channel, as I think I briefly mentioned, where the message comes in inside your head will be different depending on whether it's your mind or it is an intuitive message. So there are things to look out for with each channel. But I want to share one of the biggest differences that kind of covers all four. <laughs> and this is more if it is a message from spirit specifically. So if this is a message from your spirit guides, your soul, your higher self, um, from your angels, ancestors, someone that's passed away, like any spirit, it will always come with a much, much, much higher frequency. Like the frequency of spirit, no matter what spirit you're connecting to, is the highest frequency to exist. And we feel that. We feel that on a physical and an energetic level, that there is a frequency difference between a message that has come through spirit and a message or something that our mind has come up with. There is always a huge difference. But also in the message itself, so not only are you going to feel this frequency shift in your body and on an energetic level, but the words that come through, the actual message, like the content, if you like, that comes through all of these channels is going to be very different if it's a message from spirit. Because our mind will always come with a level of essentially a lower frequency of ego, right? It will come with this level of judgment, maybe shame, maybe disappointment, maybe guilt or comparison or either putting someone else on a pedestal or putting yourself on a pedestal. Like there's always going to be some sort of hierarchy with yourself and others when it comes to anything that your mind is going to come up with because the mind comes with a very, very different energy to spirit. Now, a message from spirit, guidance from spirit, will never have judgment. It will never come with this element of separation, as in that you are better than someone else or someone else is better than you. It would never come with that energy. It would never come with an energy of hate or guilt or shame or sadness or anything, basically anything that isn't of the highest, highest, highest form of compassion and love and gratitude. So if you get a message and it's like, do better, you're not doing good enough, that is not 
that is not your soul, that is not your higher self, that is not your spirit guides, that is not someone that's passed away, because that is not the energy of spirit that would absolutely be coming from your mind. So this is one of the easiest ways to know if what you're receiving is a message from spirit or if it is a message or you know something that your mind has made up because there is such a difference in what is said and the thing that makes it so easy to distinguish is because our mind doesn't really say the same things as spirit like we are nowhere near as loving on ourselves as spirit is of us like spirit always comes with almost an overwhelming feeling of love for us no matter what we're doing in our life, no matter where we are, no matter how good of a person we've been, spirit will only ever give us absolute unconditional love. And that is why connecting to spirit, whether it's through yourself or through someone else, is one of the most healing and expansive things and practices that we can ever do because this level of love that comes from spirit and just unconditional love and acceptance for us and who we are and everything that we are doing is so healing because we just don't get it in this world even the people that love us the most don't love us as much as spirit there is just not it's not the same vibration and when I work with people and it's the first time they've ever connected to their spirit guides or spirit the overwhelm in a way that comes like there is always right not always there is often <laughs> very often tears in a really beautiful way in a kind of that tears of just overwhelm and just so much love because it's so rare that we receive this in this world. And so if you're getting a message and it's something that just doesn't sound like something you'd say to yourself, and it sounds like really incredibly loving and almost overwhelming in that sense, then you can be pretty assured that this is a message from spirit <laughs> because that is how it should feel. And so I just... I don't want anyone thinking like they're getting a message from spirit and it's something like, you know, oh, you're being really stupid. Stop doing that. Why are you doing that? You know, you shouldn't be doing that. Do better. You're not doing good enough. Like, because this is just not the energy of spirit. This is absolutely the energy of our mind and our ego. And so as well as you feel this shift in your vibration when you're connecting to spirit, because that vibration of spirit is coming through you and that will give you a higher vibration. Like in itself, connecting to spirit is an energy upgrade. <laughs> in itself, I always say like connecting to spirit is like an energy healing in itself because it increases your frequency because it is such a high frequency. But also the content that comes through um, is so different to what your mind would come up with. And so these are some of the biggest things to look out for is this feeling in your body and on an energetic level. And then, you know, what are the words that are being shared? What is the message and the guidance that's being shared? And is that something that is incredibly loving and compassionate? Or is it something that maybe has even just a smidgen of a lower frequency going on? Because that is enough to know that that was the mind versus actually being a message from spirit. Um... And the really beautiful thing that happens, the more and the more frequently we connect to spirit, is that it's almost these messages, this frequency, this energy, and this unconditional love and compassion really starts to imprint on us. Like it really, really does. I know the way that I think now and my instant go-to in my thoughts has completely shifted because of the amount of time 
and work that I've spent connecting to spirit because it you know it rubs off on you (laughs) you can only hear these messages and this amount of love and compassion and guidance so long without kind of taking it on board and really changing the way that your brain fires because it's so different to our minds and it really does actually kind of imprint on us over time it is such a beautiful shift to receive and so although I think a lot of people think oh connecting to spirit is really cool like it's this really cool thing that you can do and obviously it can help an incredible amount of people if you can do this for others as well but just connecting to spirit not only obviously brings through incredible messages incredible guidance for connecting you into yourself the truth of who you are your power your purpose like really putting you on a more aligned path not only does it bring that not only does it bring a higher frequency into your body whenever you do it so you're getting these energetic and vibrational upgrades every single time but also it changes the way that your brain is wired. It changes the thoughts that are formed on a regular basis the more frequently you do this. Like it's so much more than just this cool thing. Like it honestly is a life changer when you do this and you have kind of a really regular practice of connecting as well. Um, So not just kind of doing it as and when and you know, once a full moon, for example, but actually if you do this daily or every other day or even like three times a week, it will change who you are because that is the power of frequency. That is the power of connecting to spirit. That is the power of receiving this guidance regularly. Like it really, really is life-changing. And I know I'm obsessed and (laughs) I know that all my clients that do this as well now are absolutely obsessed. It just changes everything. Also, as I just said those words, it was four, 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 four. So um, you can trust that even more so now. Now, um, hopefully this has, this episode has given you so much kind of awareness and insight into how this information can be coming through to you. Maybe you've even realized that you're already receiving some messages, which would bring me so much joy if you've realized that. Um, But the reason I was so inspired to record this episode is because I have basically just released all of the intuitive development modules from my latest certification course, the Intuitive Energy Healer Certification. I have just released all of the modules that are to do with intuitive development as their very own course. And so now if you are super interested and wanting to develop your intuition, expand your intuition and learn how to channel spirit and connect intuitively on a whole new level, then there is now a course devoted just to that that doesn't include anything to do with energy healing. So before you had to have done your Reiki 2 already to do the intuitive development um, work, but now I've released it as its very own course. And this is suitable for someone at the very beginning of their intuitive journey, but also it takes you to a really advanced level. Like I go in deep (laughs) and you will leave the course knowing 
so much more about your channels, the differences between your mind and intuitive messages, how to develop each one, so many more details of kind of how the information comes in. Like I've truly just scratched the surface with this episode. Um, But you will also learn another practice for channeling your spirit guides and your higher self, which is just an absolute game changer. Um, As well as other ways of receiving intuition and guidance through energy, working with cards like tarot and oracle cards for your intuition, like it really is a packed course and there's over six hours of content in this course and it's really deep content and there truly is a lot of practices um so i'm so excited to be sharing this in a way that um everyone can do it you know now there are no requirements of having to have done your reiki 2 to do this so i'm very very excited um and that is definitely what inspired this episode just to give you a taster of of your intuitive channels and of this world of intuitive development because it is a whole world let me tell you (laughs) but it is an extremely magical and fulfilling world Um, and so if this episode has kind of brought you something and has made you excited to do this work and start learning more about your own intuition and tapping more into this part of you then I just really invite you to check that course out Um, I'll put the link in the show notes and all the information will be there but it it really is packed and there's so much in there Um, and I'm very very proud of it Um, and at the moment, and this will only be, um, until I'm going to say the end of the year, but I will put more precise dates as and when I have them. Um, but at the moment I'm also gifting anyone that purchases this course an absolutely complimentary one-on-one remote energy healing with me. And this is my signature energy healing, which is, uh, my soul alignment sessions. So they include energy healing and also where I connect into your guides, receive messages and guidance for you from them as well. And they are truly magical sessions like absolute game changers I am obsessed with these sessions uh they're about 45 minutes in total so it's 30 minute energy healing and then about 15 minutes of guidance like it's all just channeled guidance straight to you um and we do that through voice notes um so it's all done remotely uh and they really are (laughs) really are uh game changing so If you would love to get one of those included in the course, which is at the moment a very, very low price, then now is definitely the time to say yes, if this is something that you're interested in. If not, then um, hopefully this episode has brought you a lot of insight, a lot of awareness, and already some places to get started with, with your intuitive journey. Um, That is absolutely my intention. So if you have any questions about the contents of this episode, any questions about the channels, um, yeah, please just get in touch. I honestly absolutely love hearing from you and kind of chatting to you in the DMs. So please feel free to message me. And also, of course, if you have any questions about the course itself, please get in touch um, and I will do my best to answer all of your questions. Um, So Yes, I hope you enjoyed this one. Such a good subject. Um, And I don't know if there will be another podcast before, uh, or podcast episode even, before Christmas Day. 
So if not, then I am sending you the most wonderful Christmas. Honestly, my heart is with you and I hope it's a really beautiful time for you um, and gives you everything that you desire, whether that is some really good connection, quality family time, if that is gifts or if that is just some really nice downtime and nourishment, I hope that it brings you whatever it is that you are craving right now. Um, so I am sending you so much love and yeah, if this is the last episode, then also Merry Christmas. Um, sending you lots of love. Mm -hmm.